What is going on, everyone? We are back again. Another It's Friday. You know what that means. I'm joined once again by my classmate, Josh, from the good old Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting at Full Sail. Um, how's it going, Josh? Oh, it's going pretty well. I can't complain. Uh, always love joining you to uh, talk recaps, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, in this case, the Royal Rumble. Yep. Uh, I thought it was a great weekend, uh, a great Raw. I think, you know, outside of some of the things that we'll talk about, I think it went pretty well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Rumble was, I mean, it started out great. The only four matches on the card. Um, ever, I liked everything except the men's Rumble. Um, but that was for main one main reason is just because when when Omos came back, I just kind of lost all interest in it. But um Starting with, uh, we'll just start with the Rumble. So, um, Bailey winning uh, the women's. I think we we both agreed on that one. I think you might have said Becky Lynch or we were going back and forth. Um, and Earl Cole is, is here. Hey, girl, how's it going? Thank you for, for jumping in. Um, yeah, what are what, uh, your thoughts on the women's Rumble to start things off? Um, so, out of the two Rumbles, I definitely uh, enjoyed the women's rumble the most. Uh, I think, like you said, we had Bailey at least in the top four, if not winning it. Yeah. And I was a little surprised that Becky went out as early as she did, um, you know, and how she did. But overall, I'm pretty happy with the result that Bailey won. You know, I think it's, it's setting everything up perfectly for, uh, the whole damage control situation. And, you know, I think at this point she's kind of, she's, she's paid her dues. It's time to put her back up on top. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she will be on SmackDown tonight. We'll get into the preview for SmackDown tonight, as well as go over raw, um, on Monday. Um, we, uh, yeah, I mean, Bailey absolutely deserves it. I don't think there's anyone else on the women's roster in the women's division that deserves it probably more than her. Um, it would have been cool to see Becky win it for a second time or Bianca win it a second time. Um, just it was, I mean, from the surprise returns of Naomi, Jade Cargill's debut, she looked great. Liv Morgan returning, I mean, from top to bottom, it was fantastic. Um, just, uh, yeah, the woman, it started out great. I like they started out, started the event with, with that one um, and Naomi coming back at two. Uh, and then also Natalia coming in at one and then live at 30. They are the only two women on the roster to be in every single women's Royal Rumble. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly did not know that. I mean, you know, I just got back into the WWE uh, in the last year, year and a half. But yep. yeah, no, I mean, it was just stacked. Yeah. The The comebacks were awesome. Naomi had a huge pop. and. Yeah. I really love that, you know, she got that moment to just like soak it in right there at the beginning. Yeah. Um, as soon as she came in and just, you know, be enjoy being back. Kind of like yeah. how they did with Randy with how Randy Orton did when he came back yep. um on that first Monday night raw after Survivor series. You know, he he was like, I'm gonna enjoy this. Yeah, and, you know, he did his famous pose on the yep turnbuckle so yep. just it started off right and 
really set the tone for that rumble that rumble match for the women yeah um earl i definitely agree we um we talked about it whenever i joined uh the watch along on the hardcore sports network um from the the watch along with um hunter at apples and grapes media but um yeah the second half was kind of it kind of tailed um mainly the men's rumble is where it tailed for me um also facebook user thanks for jumping in showing support showing showing some support um don't forget to allow uh streamyard your the um permission to show your name so you're not just popping up as a facebook user um thank you earl um great to have you on this side and kind of see me do my thing for for once um can't wait to to join the raw watch along on monday but um yeah i mean the rum the women's rumble was great from the winner to the returns debuts everything about it um and now live i think live has to probably be next um for for next year i know that's like a while away but um going on to the fatal four-way which i was a little shocked that this one was on second um roman reigns versus aj styles la knight and randy orton roman got the win oh pinning aj um it went about roughly 20 minutes so um your first first thoughts on the the what i thought would be you know co-main or main the main event yeah i was definitely a little surprised that it was the second match on the card um, especially when the third one was logan paul and kevin owens that i think that definitely should have been flip-flopped yeah overall i'm I mean, we talked about it in the preview. Not really surprised. Oh no, Roman cheated to win. Solo <laughs> pulled the ref out. Yeah, uh, and broke our hearts for Randy Orton. And uh, I mean, I think we all kind of saw that one coming. Whether it's because we know WrestleMania is where he's going to lose it. If if we're just being honest, he's not going to lose it at. He was either going to do it at Rumble or at WrestleMania. Yeah, and because eliminate, no one wants to see him lose the eliminate elimination chamber. Sorry, got tongue tied there. <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's where he's going to lose it at this point. We're in the we're in that season. Um, you know, if you take the belt off him now or at elimination chamber, yeah. which is the next ple, it just yep. it just ruins the hype. It ruins the storyline. Yep. and it takes away from WrestleMania, which is already sold out. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I think we all kind of can see what's ha- going to happen with Rome in the next couple of months. Yeah. So the the whole thing of you know Solo how, inter- interfering and Roman cheating again, it 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 is there, but um, also because it's a fatal four way, there's no disqualifications. So technically, Roman didn't cheat. Right. Roman I mean, won clean in the moment. Solo did interfere, but it wasn't like he interfered, then Roman won. He interfered and then he got taken care of with, you know, chairs, whatever. They brought in chairs, whatever. So everyone else was was up to things, as Earl would say, um, as well as Roman. So, but I mean, like I said, I wish they would have had him kind of do the stack the stack pin and um kind of show that he's on the level that he says he's on. Um, I didn't mind the match overall. I mean, it went, um, like I said, about 20 minutes. Um, I think pinning AJ was, was good. And then it leaves, you know, LA Knight still 
able to maybe be in the elimination or not the elimination chamber, but um, because Earl broke that news earlier this week that uh, the elimination chamber will reportedly be for a shot at Seth Rollins title at WrestleMania. Um, And yes, WrestleMania will start at seven with the pre-show at five um, and stand and deliver is at 1130 on Saturday. Um, Yeah. The going on to the next one, this one went 14 minutes, Logan Paul and Kevin Owens. Um, I, I thought it was great. They, they had great chemistry. Um, definitely would be down to see it again. Um, also it came out that Kevin Owens was, was in that match with a fractured foot. So, um, your thoughts on the third, third match of the evening. Yeah, honestly, I think out of the, you know, while I expected the matches to be flip-flopped and that be the number two match after the women's rumble, um, it definitely, um, I get played into that co-main event type type match. That was definitely the better match out of the two, even though it was a fatal four-way with some big names before that. Um, they had great chemistry. The match flowed well. Um, yes. And, man, my heart was broke when Kevin Owens used those brass knuckles because as soon as I uh, – as soon as he used those knuckles, I was like, oh, he's not going to win. Yep. Good guy's yep. not going to win when he cheats. <laughs> the ref – the ref caught him. Um, great vision by that ref to oh. to see it. Um, yeah, Absolutely. I mean, it. Uh, everything about this match, I think it, it delivered. Um, so who knows what Logan Paul's next opponent will be. Um, he is also scheduled and promoted to be on SmackDown tonight. So kind of going into what he had posted on Instagram um, earlier last week that uh, – He's re-signed with the WWE, and he's going to stop treating it like a hobby, and he's going to look to do it more full-time, um, which is fantastic. It'll just, you know, it'll immediately stop and shut down anyone else who still wants to say that, you know, he doesn't deserve to be here or whatever. Um, you know, he, he, why is he a champion, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm obviously a big Logan Paul fan, and I think it um, it's great to have him at, at the events more, more SmackDowns going forward, everything um, of that. But then we get into – calm down, Earl. Calm down, Earl. <laughs> that's your that's the your United States champion you're talking about. Um, but, yeah, going from one champion to maybe a future champion, um, the men's rumble, um, Cody Rhodes won, and he – beat CM Punk, which people were saying that Punk was supposed to win, and when he got hurt, they called an audible, but it's come out that Fightful has confirmed that that wasn't the case, that Cody was scheduled to win regardless. Um, I had Cody. I think we both agreed on that one, or, or Punk, I'm sorry. Um, you know, so your thoughts on the men's rumble? Well, the men's rumble, I was, I was overall a little disappointed by the lack of surprise entrance. Yeah. Um, I, I do like that Andrade is back. Um, I yep. think that's going to be a major, uh, major player in the game in WWE. Um, but overall, it was nothing super shocking. It was textbook. Um, I think everybody expected CM Punk and Cody Rhodes to be there at least in the top four, which I think yeah. we predicted. Yeah. Um, 
And really, it could have gone either way. I think they could have gone with CM Punk or Cody Rhodes. Um, Cody Rhodes would have been a little bit tougher because, you know, there's only three other wrestlers in history that have won back to back. So, yeah. you know, we could they could have easily play, played off Cody not winning as, you know, it's tough to win two in a row. And, um, but I really, it sucks to see CM Punk get hurt, um, this early in his return. Um, hopefully it's not too, he recovers well, um, and recovers quickly and gets back in the game. Cause I think he's, um, in the rumble. That was my first time really seeing him back in the ring. Yeah. That was his, the return, his return, um, televised match. He had the live the live house shows with uh with Dom on the holiday tour, but this was his first televised um match, and it was ten years to the day from his last match, which was the Royal Rumble when he left WWE. So full circle moment. Um, but yeah, very very sad to see him get hurt, you know, in that moment. And uh, yeah, four to six months. So um, I mean that probably puts it puts us at like June, roughly June, I would say. So maybe a um, SummerSlam return. That's what I'm thinking. That's definitely what I'm thinking. Um, um, or you know, SummerSlam or Money in the Bank, depending on when when they have you know those the timetable of what his return would be. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the Men's Rumble. It um, like you said, no no big surprises. Um, it just it kind of. To me, Earl and I, we talked about this in the in the watch long that we did. Um, wasted spots. I thought Karrion Cross and Bobby Lashley, um, they were in it, and then they got eliminated, and then they started fighting, and then out comes, you know, Authors of Pain and the Profits. It's like, why couldn't we have just put that six man tag match on the card and had five matches, make it a pre show match, you know? Right. Like why? And then uh, JD McDonough, he got eliminated in like three seconds. Why was he in there? Um, the uh, Earl said earlier in the comments, the McMahon fallout continues. Um, the big news going into the Rumble with, with all that was that Slim Jim pulled their sponsorship, paused their sponsorship, I guess I should say. Right. And then they ended up being, you know, a sponsor. Um, but Brock Lesnar was then pulled from the Rumble. And seemingly people were going back and forth Pat McAfee replaced him. Braun Breaker replaced him. And it turns out Braun Breaker was the one that replaced him. So I don't know. Who, what do you think of Braun Breaker and Gunther at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title? Um, well, for the first of all, I want to say Braun Breaker. I think, honestly, without the scandal, the McMahon fallout, all of that, I think Braun Breaker should have been in the Rumble anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, yes. this guy has been absolutely amazing in NXT. I've only seen him in a couple of matches, but the guy's explosive. Yep. Um, he he can emote as you know. I've seen, I've heard people talk about. You know, he's got the the facial expressions that just fit. Perfect yep. example when they wasted another spot. Well, I say wasted. It was pretty funny when Pat <laughs> McAfee came in. I, I love it. The ropes, and he's like, yeah. Huh? Yeah. You coming? You, yeah. Like, yeah. So um, I think he had a great showing in the Rumble, and I think he's a great wrestler overall. I think he's going to do nothing but, you know, impact WWE's roster 
in a good way. Um, and you know, it's nice to see that I grew up with watching the Steiners, Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner. So it's going to be nice to see him kind of continue that legacy and, you know, fill those shoes because I definitely think he's talented enough to do that. Um, I would love to see a Gunther Braun Breaker match. I think it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. You've got Gunther, who's at what, six, almost 600 days. Yeah, Intercontinental just, just at 600. Yep. Um, right. So 600 plus. Um, yeah, I mean, that go, like I said, going forward, my thought, my thought is that if Braun was the, the one that replaced Brock, then going forward, he's going to have Brock's, the plans that they had for Brock, meaning he's going to work with the Judgment Day, specifically Dom, Dom, um, because Dom was supposed to be the one to eliminate Brock. So I think that was then that they were going to do that match at Elimination Chamber. So Braun and Dom at, at the chamber, and then Dom, or Braun wins, and then boom, Gunther at Mania. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, yeah, I mean, the that the spot with Pat that you said about it was I enjoyed that even though Omos was involved. Um, everyone knows how much I can't stand Omos. Um, when fair, I I had high hopes for something big to happen because of the one the one Twitter account said that the main event was going to hit like crack, which it didn't. Um. So I had high hopes that it was going to get better. And then Omos came out and every high hope I had just went out the window. Um, I mean, another way, why was Damian Priest in the match when he has money in the bank briefcase? Um, right. You know, the between those three and then Omos and then, you know, Pat getting in and then being eliminated, eliminating himself in like 30 something seconds, whatever he said. I mean, that was... That was funny. So, um, yeah, Michael Cole had had said that they were talking about it before, and Pat asked how long he Cole was in the rumble for, and he eighty four seconds. So then, when Pat eliminated himself at thirty eight, Cole, I heard Cole say, "I still have the record or whatever." That record you. still stands. <laughs> so I mean, but that was like I said that that's you know the that's okay to have, um, and then like going forward like i can't even make note of who came in where um besides you know when omos came in and then pat i think was 22 um and then from there it's just it's just pretty much a blur and then when cody won the moment of him pointing at the sign and then turning and pointing at roman was a great touch having seth and roman both watching from the sky boxes that was awesome um i do like that but yeah cody looks like we're going to get we're going to find out from both of them tonight, Cody and Bailey, both are on SmackDown. Um, like you said, Andrade going to go to Raw. And he signed with Raw, Naomi to SmackDown. And then seemingly Braun Breaker is going to be on SmackDown. Um, and then uh, Trick, Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes are also scheduled to be at SmackDown tonight. Same with Tri- uh, Tiffany Stratton, who she was another big big NXT name that was in the rumble and did fantastic. Um, I know you don't really probably watch much NXT. I don't either. Um, but Tiffany Stratton, have you seen any of her, her stuff? Um, I've seen a little bit of her stuff. I know she took the title, the NXT title from Becky, uh, yep. there she had a, uh, 
a very short run with the NXT title, but uh, you know, I think that was really just to put over some some NXT. Some yeah, it was NXT, she. She, I think she she lost it to Becky. They had a feud. She lost it to Becky, and then Becky dropped it to uh, Valkyrie. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yes. Whatever her. I, I I don't watch NXT either, but like Tiffy. I mean, I watched um, Deadline, and she was immediately one of my favorites. That like, okay, I can, I can, can't wait for her to get to the main roster. So um, those call ups are in in the works, I guess. Um, I guess Shawn Michaels said that Braun still has work to do in in NXT, meaning the Dusty Rhodes, the Dusty Cup Finals, I guess. But um, I would I would assume that there all those NXT stars will be on the main roster pretty soon. Um, but yeah, I mean the Rumble, it was it was what it was. Um, only four matches, which was weird to me, and it still felt like it was a long enough show to. You think okay, four matches. It's going to be over in two and a half hours, but it was, you know, it was. I guess three. it still was <laughs> about was. two and a half, three. So, um, your overall grade for the rumble. Um, overall grade for the rumble. Um, I'd probably say uh, B, maybe a B minus. B, yeah, B minus. Yeah, that, that was ballpark about what what I was feeling. Um, I mean it. If anything, I think that the men's rumble it was it was at like a B B minus for me, and then the because of the men's rumble just being so anticlimactic, it just dropped it to maybe like a C plus, but same area. So um, from the rumble, we go to the go to Monday Night Raw and the fallout of the my one of my favorite events of the year. Um, but the card for Raw was the tag titles against uh, DIY against Judgment Day. Um, DI, I thought DIY definitely, you know, could have. They're ready to be the tag champs, but I also think that they need to split the tag titles. Um, Kofi Kingston and Gunther for the Intercontinental title, and then Jey Uso versus Bronson Reed. Of course, this was kicked off with CM Punk. And then, then the tag match. But um, your thoughts on you know when Punk came out and and gave that promo of you know saying that he's injured, he's out for WrestleMania, and then just everything else that he put into what he came out to say. So, uh, I mean, everyone knew that CM Punk was going to come out and make an announcement. It had been announced earlier that day that he had injured his tricep. And he was going to be out four to six months. Uh, but the thing that I really loved about this promo and what really opened my eyes to what's going on differently in the WWE since Triple H took over, you know, what, a year ago, a little bit over yeah. maybe, um, is, you know, Drew McIntyre came out and he said, I prayed for this to happen. Yeah. You know, I wanted you to get injured. Yep. That so the injury was not scripted, right? This is a legitimate yep. injury that yep. that happened in ring, and the fact that Triple H is able to tie in these unexpected real life events into these promos yep. and it make it ten times better because Drew McIntyre, I'm I'm going to be honest, I love him as a heel. I love the direction he's going. So 
to tie those real life events back into the promo and make it seem like flawless, I think is just, you know, give credit to Triple H for making that happen because I don't think McMahon could have done that. Um, And if he did, it wouldn't be very well. But I I think it was just a great way to start that feud for whenever CM Punk comes back. And I don't see him coming back at a Raw. I don't see him coming back at a SmackDown. I see him coming back at a pay-per-view, Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. um, Because that's about where the timetable is. I think we talked about earlier. Um, I just, great. And, you know, when CM Punk came back at Survivor Series, I wasn't 100% sold on him. Right? Because look at the history. I'm getting there. Still not 100%. But I'm getting there. I'm liking yeah. where they're taking him. Yeah. Um, even like you said, while he's you know injured, and the way that they planted those seeds for Drew and and Punk for whenever when he comes back, because I mean, who knows? You know, Drew might win the Chamber and face Seth at, at WrestleMania and and get his moment in front of the fans. Because um, it's it's been shown that both his face character and his heel character that is. That is that's what they want. They want they want their moment at WrestleMania winning a winning a championship in front of fans. Um and you're right, he is uh he's taking this whole heel turn to a new level with everything that he's doing outside of, you know, the posting on his Instagram of him doing a killer arm workout. Um and and follow me for, you know, more more arm workouts or whatever, and then doing, you know, uh, a tricep workout like it, it's just everything about it is is great um and i'm not the biggest drew mcintyre fan especially as of lately but now i'm starting to get to okay maybe you know with punk being injured he could be a very well you know a good second person to step in and especially because rollins is hurt with his knee you know drew can take the title go into SummerSlam. And, you know, money in the bank, whatever, depending on what they do with Damian Priest, which clearly they don't have any idea or direction with him or the money in the bank contract because he still has it. And, you know, in another four months, we're coming up on a year. So, um, yeah, I mean, Raw started off great and then it went into the tag match. Um, Thoughts on the tag titles still being unified and should they split them? When should they do it? And do, do the judgment day, they keep the raw titles and then they just, they drop the SmackDown titles on SmackDown and that's how they do it. Or how do you see them eventually splitting the tag titles? Um, So do I think they should split them? Absolutely. I am so over this undisputed we're gonna carry four belts and we're gonna wear them together and you know look split them up smackdown tag titles raw tag titles or just one set of tag titles in general and it goes that whoever has them goes can defend on either show and all the pay-per-views so um do i think they split them absolutely do they have any idea how they're gonna split them absolutely not they don't (laughs) Um, otherwise I feel like they would have been split already. Uh, yeah. DIY. I think they're great. I think they're ready. Um, 
it's just a matter of figuring out how they're going to split those titles. And really, I think one of the best ways is would be to, you know, on one of these premium live events that have two nights, AKA maybe WrestleMania. Yeah. One night for one tag title, another night for the next tag title. Um, But, you know, I think, and with judgment day being kind of on the brinks, it's like every other week they're arguing um, or, you know, they're at each other's throats, especially with Rhea being on the cover now. And, you know, I think by WrestleMania, that would be a great opportunity for them to one lose both titles. And then when they lose both titles, by that point, you should have the breakup of judgment day pretty well set if you do it right. And then that could basically be the straw that broke the camel's back and boom. Now we have split tag titles. Okay. Let's revamp them a little bit. We've revamped every other championship. Let's revamp these, uh, you know, not so great looking tag belts and, um, you know, or you unify them into one tag title and you have yeah. them lose them on one night at WrestleMania. Yeah. So, um, but ultimately we got to get rid of the two, the two belts, the undisputed it's old at this point. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, Roman got, you know, one belt now. And now it's come out that they're going to drop the whole undisputed WWE Universal. They're dropping that, and it's just solely the WWE Championship. So it's going back to like what you said. Um, make make it, it – they can be undisputed. You can call it the undisputed tag titles, but just have one set of belts. And then later down the line, then you just make new titles for the other brand. And I think we're getting there slowly because of the way that they've been putting Nick Aldis and and Adam Pierce like butting heads backstage, really zoning in and making it about Raw versus SmackDown, you know, making it a big deal that Andrade signed with Raw, making a big deal that Nick Aldis walked out of that the office there on a phone call with Braun Breaker to to apparently sign him to SmackDown. Um and they could wait until the draft at Backlash in France to, because I, I think they do. They do Backlash, and then I think that's whenever after Backlash, that's when they'll start the draft on that following SmackDown, um, which is how they did it last year, and I think how they've done it previously. But um, definitely, you know, revamping it, like you said, you know, make it the World Tag Titles, and then make it the, you know. WWE tag titles, one one on each brand, um, and bring back the older designs, but like, uh, you know, spice them up, make it, um, you know, newer, but with an old design like the wing winged eagle or whatever the tag titles used to look like, similar to you know the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, right. Going from from the men's tag titles and the tag division from there to titles that I never was really a big fan of until now because they're actually booking the women's tag division somewhat decently and i hate to say that because then you know at the drop of a hat i we can see it go back to what it was but zoe stark and Shayna baszler beat the former tag champs piper niven and chelsea green um it was a great 
I mean, it was it was a quick match, but I mean, Chelsea Green has been doing some great great stuff for, since her return. You know, a year a year ago when she returned to the Rumble again, um, her work in the Rumble was fantastic. But what are, um, your thoughts on the direction of the women's tag titles and going from um, Chance and Carter to Damage Control and how that was going to play into them turning on Bailey? Um, well, I think. I I love that the Kabuki Warriors are the women's tag tag champs, right? Uh, Carter and Chance, I think they're a great tag team. They had a great run. Uh, obviously, I'm, this feud is going to continue. Uh, yep. But I think ultimately, I think the Kabuki Warriors should keep them, should keep the titles. Uh, they're they're just. They work well together. They have good chemistry. Yeah. And overall, I think they're a great tag team. Um, and I think that's one way where they can kind of lead up into turning on Bailey. Um, I think ultimately the final blow that's going to lead them to turn on Bailey is uh, Bailey is going to probably going to, my pick is going to pick EO Scott. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. And, it's she's not going to pick Rhea. I, I don't think she actually thinks she can beat Rhea. Um, I think that's, you know, I think that's secretly her plan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The way, the way that she said, you know, when Naya came out and they, she had that, you know, squash um, with Rhea and then told Bailey, you know, she's hers or whatever. Um, and Bailey said, she's going to make her decision on Friday. And, they they showed EO and she was just like so i mean it, everything is that this whole angle of damage control you know is is very interesting and Dakota Kai was on had didn't have a knee brace on monday night so her right. return you know soon hopefully fingers crossed um and they could you know then use her return to make a woman's mid-card title so then she can go win a title and then boom everyone in damage control is a title holder except bailey and then to do that she would then have to beat eo at wrestlemania um or choose Rhea, which you know no one's gonna beat Rhea, you know at any time soon she um she's doing great stuff as well but yeah i mean it i'm i'm excited for tonight to see what what Bailey chooses, what, you know, Cody, how that is going to go down because, and we'll get into, you know, previewing SmackDown here when we're done with Raw, but Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns in the same building, they will have a face-to-face. Um, so, I mean, it, um, it's all, you know, it, everything is go, go, go to, to WrestleMania. And I'm very excited for it. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I think, with Bailey picking, well, not she hasn't officially picked her, but yeah. uh, you know, yeah. with Bailey picking, if she picks EO Sky, uh, yeah. that's going to turn the whole. That's going to turn, you know, damage control has gotten kind of stagnant, right? Yeah. So what do you do when you they get stagnant? You throw the tag titles on the Kabuki Warriors, right? Yeah. Uh, that generates a little excitement. Then you've got Bailey who wins the Rumble. Ooh, yep. there's some more spice to it. Then. 
She takes on EO Sky. She beats yep. EO Sky, takes the world, the women's tag t- or women's title yep. off EO. And now you've really flipped, you've basically added all this spice to the mix, put a lid on it, and now you're mixing it up and you yep. get to open it up and see what kind of heat comes off of that bad boy. Exactly. For damage control versus Bailey. And who knows? Maybe. Maybe we see a Bianca Belair come in and help defend Bailey from damage control. Um, so a lot of ways they can take this. Um, I really love where they're going with this this storyline, and I hope to God she chooses EO Sky. Yeah. Um Bianca would be would be great. Um, especially if they, you know. Because Bailey would st- Bailey and Bianca, they would still be outnumbered, um, and I think this is where we were talking about before. This is you know how they bring in Sasha ba- Sasha back, and we t- we said about it, bring Naomi back as well. But Naomi is already back, um, and you could do Bianca and Naomi come back and help her. But again, with Dakota still in in the picture, um, depending on who she chooses. Obviously, I think she's going to choose. Um, you know, the Kabuki Warriors, because she will be, you know, their mouthpiece since they can't really, you know, they don't really have that mic factor yet. Um, But then you bring in Jade Cargo with, you know, Naomi and Bianca. And you give, you know, have two of them feud with the tag titles. And Naomi is, I mean, Naomi and Sasha were doing great things with the tag titles up until everything that went down. Um, and I I still want Sasha to, to come back, but it's coming out that she's already signed with AEW and she will be probably debuting in March. My guess will be Revolution, um, which I, I mean, I'm excited for that. But I would it, just her thinking about her coming back to WWE and what she could then do with under Triple H you know, and his, his team, it just, it, it's, it's a lot of fun to think about and sure she can go to AW and then, you know, have her big moment and then it's just, okay, she's right. going to go up against people that, you know, me and you probably aren't going to know. I mean, me, I'll know a little bit more because I'm starting to actually watch, you know, Dynamite and Deanna Perrazzo and Tony Storm. They're great stuff. I'm sure they the matches will be great. Um, Soraya and Britt Baker and all those. Um, but it's like still I would lean more towards a return in WWE because of the nostalgia factor and just what it could be under Triple H's control. Well, um, my thought is, and it's, there's, there's creating memories for AEW and then there's creating memories and spots for WWE. Yeah. Okay? It's a, on a totally different level when yep. you're making these big spots and you're creating these WWE mega moments, if you will, versus a mega moment in AEW. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's like high school or college football versus. NFL. Yeah. Right. The Super Bowl. It's yep. just, it's just bigger. Yes. You know, it's, it's got it, decades yeah. and history and tradition yes. and lineage and, you know, 
changing the industry over yeah. and over and over again, it's different. So, you know, if she's going signed with AEW, you know, good for, her. uh, you know, like you said, working under triple H he's everyone that he's brought back has made into a major storyline. And exactly. it's been great. Exactly. So, you know, it would have been great to see her back, but you know, Ultimately, she's got to do what's best for her. And if that's yeah. AEW, you know, then so be it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it AEW, it's only been around for five years. Um, so it's still kind of getting that momentum to – I mean, it's still competition for WWE, like no doubt. I mean, I I watch it, you know. I There's some times where I like Dynamite better than I liked Raw and better than I like SmackDown. Um, I don't really watch Collision or, Ram, or Rampage all that much mainly because you know normally saturday i just forget that we have wrestling on saturdays unless it's a, unless it's a pay-per-view um but i mean it it is fun to think about her going you know to AEW and doing a little bit more than what she did whenever she went to japan because i mean she showed up to japan and i was like okay cool i i saw it on twitter and then after after that i didn't see anything or hear anything again until she got hurt so it's like, you know, it, it's either AEW or WWE, I think, to to be at the level where she wants to be and still can be. But also, now that Bailey's won a Rumble, she's the only member of the four horsewomen to not win a Royal Rumble. So maybe she signs for three years with AEW and then, boom, four years from now, she's back at the Rumble and wins it. Um and then, you know, my dream match is, you know, the four horsewomen at WrestleMania. And whoever wins is, is you know, the greatest, you know, what, you know, um, of the four horsewomen, obviously. And then the greatest of this generation in the women's division. Yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be interesting. Obviously, we've got quite a while, um, but, you know, never say never right exactly um yep maybe maybe one day i mean we they they open that uh, triple h didn't want to say it, they open that forbidden <laughs> door right yeah um, yep. silly and stupid um yeah but, jordan you know, grace was fantastic <laughs> yeah so you know never say never um uh, who knows right um their their competition now but you know maybe AEW will wisen up and stop you know, um, you know, trying to trying to roast them on their show, and maybe they'll be able to actually work together one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would. I mean, it, just think about how much money that they would make if they were to ever do that. I mean, it it just it's fun to see them go back and forth, and like the the whole Jinder Mahal thing with Hook, and that was fun. But at the same time, it's like, okay, we're, we're bored of that. We'd rather just see the dream matches. And, and, and like, I mean, fans like me and you, yeah, Forbidden Door is cool, but I don't know anyone from, from Japan. So do I really want to pay $53 to watch people that I don't know put on great matches? Sure, but there's no story behind it. So it's like, why do I care? Right. And that's a whole other issue with with AEW is their story building to pay per views, um, and just 
the way they do it versus how WWE does it. You know, it's heavy on the storyline and building to to the to the payoff at the premium live events. But um, going back to the rest of Raw, um, Cody Rhodes then had his has his promo and was of course interrupted by Seth Rollins, who did that to fill in for you know the punk injury and uh, to show why Cody should maybe choose Seth for WrestleMania. And he had a few um, choice things to say about Roman Reigns and his title. And my, my favorite part of it was he said, do you want the, the Hogan title or the Dusty title? Meaning Roman and his, you know, never showing up and, and his, you know, being that he's the workhorse, he's there every night, every day, every pay-per-view, whatever. Um, it, uh, I mean, no doubt that Cody w- wasn't going to choose Rollins. Um, Cody's up three, nothing in their feud. Um, and I don't, I don't care to see a fourth match where Cody wins again. And, and that's how Seth loses his title. Um, so, I mean, that was great. It was, it was more of a, it, they showed that they do have that respect for each other because of what they did at war games. But I mean, what are your thoughts on what Seth said about, you know, his title, the world heavyweight title being the new workhorse title and how, you know, it's still being looked at as a secondary title. So first of all, great promo by Seth, Seth Rollins. I mean, absolutely. There was emotion into that. He, he brought in so many good points and just an overall great promo and Cody was into it. You could, he, he is not one to hide his emotions. And there was some emotion in that like legitimate emotion um, when talking about dusty. Uh, But ultimately, and you hit one of the points right there when you were leading into this is Cody Rhodes is up three zero on Seth Rollins. And one of those is with a torn peck and a steel cage match. Hell in a cell. Yeah, yeah, hell in a cell. So not even 100% and still beat Seth Rollins, okay? Yeah. Seth Rollins <laughs> has gotten tremendously better. He has earned his championship, without yes. a doubt, is a workhorse champion. Um, you know, his argument about Roman Reigns and the Hogan title and, you know, Roman being a part-timer. Well, if uh, I, I went and looked it up, and they, as far as this belt that Seth has, they are not that it is now a separate lineage from a world heavyweight title of before the big gold, huh. right? So, that this from what I've got from research is you know, so essentially, Seth is the first one for this title, right? Right? So, you know, you can call it the workhorse one, but there's only one superstar that's had that. Also, Seth is a perfect example of you make the championship a workhorse yes. championship or yes. not a workhorse championship, right? So Yes, exactly. Cody, Cody Rhodes takes that belt from Roman. Guess what he can do? He can change the narrative, right? That's... Yep. That he can be the workhorse champion, we've seen it. He's he's defended on SmackDown tag titles. He's yep. fought on on Raw weekly. Yep. 
Um, yep. You know, he can he can change that narrative by taking this title. And if I'm being honest, the bigger draw is going to be Roman versus Cody. Yeah, I mean it. It 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 gives that feel of you know the big fight feel, which is what they're trying to do. They're trying to incorporate more um, sports based like UFC boxing, you know, f- the fight game into pro wrestling, which I love. I love it. Um, they they did a little bit of that as they showed Nia Jax walking into the Rumble, Cody Rhodes when he arrived, all that type of stuff. Um, yeah, it, uh, it 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 Cody and Cody Roman too at WrestleMania um, is way bigger than Cody and Seth four, which it would still be a great match. It would still be a good story because Cody and Seth had that their first meeting at WrestleMania. And now where Seth didn't even know that he was going to be on, if he was going to be on the show and then he got the match, not knowing it was Cody and then going, you know, the rest of the way to the next year, he be, he gets a win at WrestleMania. And then now, He's a champion at WrestleMania. Um, so the story could be there. And people were like, oh, well, Cody's story is just about him winning a title. No, it's about winning the title that Dusty didn't win or won or whatever. However, that goes, which is the WWE title, meaning Roman's title. So it kind of has to be Roman as well as because he said, you know, in the promo last year that he was the kid that Dusty always wanted and Cody was the one that he had or however he said it. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I can't wait for SmackDown tonight and Cody to make his choice and the face-to-face and the build going forward. Um, now, the, the, only, the only way and only reason I could see Cody picking Seth Rollins, I know I said he's going to pick Roman, and that's the bigger draw, right? Yes. Is now that CM Punk's out of the picture, now you've got Seth Rollins, who will be back at WrestleMania, and you got Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. You also have The Rock that just said he's gonna take a yeah. seat at the head of the table. So yeah. if you pin, yeah. if you pit Rhodes versus Rollins, that opens up it, for yeah. Rock versus Roman. Exactly, and and I would love it just because I've never gotten to see The Rock, you know, wrestle besides like watching stuff back, um, and I would just love it because oh. of. I would just love it because of the story that could go deeper with the bloodline and it could send Roman over the edge and he could then, you know, lock in on, you know, what he can do as an actor and how he can show that emotion in the storytelling and everything that the bloodline has done to boil over to this one point. And then it also brings the rock back to kind of see what he can do. A lot of people don't like it and don't want it. Um, I think it would be great because of the the build to it. Um, and then the match, you know, obviously would would be one of the best matches of Roman's title run. Um, and it just it would just make the bloodline story. It would give it a refresher. And then who knows what where they go after that to maybe Solo and Roman can have a one off or two or Jimmy Uso finally gets, you know, a title shot because, I mean, he's. Jay has gotten multiple title shots against Roman and Jimmy hasn't, hasn't gotten that chance. Um, going off of that, Jay Uso and Bronson Reed. Um, Jay Uso is, 
is is over and it's it's Jey Uso versus Gunther at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. I would love it. Um Yeah. I mean it, Yeah. Go ahead. Jay Uso, Jay, anything Jey Uso's in has been, you know, just a hit. Absolute yeah. hit. Yes. Um I love the Bronson Reed Jey Uso match. That was great. I love that he yeah. won. Uh kind of had a feeling he was gonna run win, but um yeah, no, a Gunther versus Jay. That would be an absolute. That, that would be one of those WWE memories we were talking about, right? One yes. of those big spots, yes. Gunther versus Jay. Um, I, I, they got to do something with Jay. You, yeah, you can't call a man event Jay and not. Yeah, yeah. Put him up you, there, I, and I mean, you could. It would be perfect because you could also do it. Jay can build build up to that and maybe beat Gunther the raw or the go home show, the go home raw before WrestleMania. And then on Friday he shows up, you know, to SmackDown and that's how Jimmy comes out. Jimmy calls him out. Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso at WrestleMania, which is their dream match. It's a dream match for everyone. And not only is it a dream match of Uso versus Uso, but it's for a singles title. Like, I mean, it because it, I still I think Jay and Jimmy at Mania is is pretty much locked in. Um, but I mean, it, it uh, Jay, it, they got to they got to do something with Jay Uso. Absolutely. It um, even if he's in the chamber and and, you know, maybe he wins and Jay Uso versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, you know, it I mean, the. Jay Uso can do anything at this point, and it it is going to be a lot of fun to watch him continuing to be a singles superstar for for the time being. Um, yeah, the fan base the fan base absolutely is loving where Jay oh, Uso is at. I one thousand percent. If they don't if they don't do anything with him, I mean, I got a question. I got to put it into question. Triple H is thinking at that yeah. point. You'd be a yeah. fool not to do something big with him. Yeah, I mean it, it. I mean, even like you could also do it, Jimmy versus Logan Paul for the U.S. title, and Logan drops it to Jimmy, and then it's Jimmy and Jay versus for the U.S. title. I mean, they could do it. That match, I think, will happen, and it could be for a singles title. It could just be a non-title, but I think it's going to be fantastic to be to happen at WrestleMania, um, and they both deserve it without a doubt with what they've been doing a uh, Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy is over just as much as Jay with, you know, what he's been doing on SmackDown being that comedic part of the bloodline with him and solo. And then even him and Roman, it just, it, it has been so much fun to watch from 2020 to, to now with both Uzos um, and the bloodline as a whole. So going from there that was after that. Um, we got the uh, the backstage segment with where on they showed Andrade signing to the Raw brand, and then Pierce and Aldis they went back they went back and forth, and then ultimately he walked out of the office taking a phone call from Braun Breaker. So who knows where that's going to go? You know, Gun that goes into the Intercontinental Title match with Kofi and Gunther. Um, it was a great match. It's fun to see Kofi kind of back in singles action as well. Um, 
ultimately Gunther pin Kofi. But I mean, it uh, it was it, it it is it's leading. I feel like it's leading to Imperium is going to keep ganging up on the New Day, and then ultimately, whenever he's ready, that's how Big E comes back. Um. Yeah. So. I, I like the direction they're going with them. Um, they I feel like New Day and Kofi, uh, I think they're ready to take that next step. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. more than just the Kofi Claws and the holidays. Booties and, and Unicorn, you know, right. whatever. And yeah, they're they're ready to be a more serious, you know, tag team. Yeah. I mean, they're they're extremely talented. Uh, yep. they've got the experience. I mean, Co- they said Kofi Kingston, that was his 16th Royal rumble. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. at some, at some point you got to give these guys a serious push. You know, I know, I know DIY is, is up there, you know, competing with judgment day, but give the new day a shot. Exactly. Give them a serious you push. Know, yeah. Um, especially, if you separate those titles, if you don't yep. unify them and you separate them, right? One thousand percent. Yep. I mean, they're they're right there. So there's the but then again, the the whole tag division seems to be right there. You also got the Creed brothers. Yep. They're they were great. they are fantastic, and I mean, the future is absolutely it's it's bright with the tag division. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Let the new day. Take one set of the titles, you know, DIY the other, and then you know the Judgment Day, they do the split. Finn versus Damien, um, you know, Finn and JD versus Damien and Dom. I mean, it, the the possibilities for the for the split there are endless, you know, and then and then eventually that's how Dom gets over and turns turns face, where he turns on Priest and. JD or however the way they do it. Um, it uh, going face. I don't know if anybody's ready for that. Well, not not like not this year, maybe not the next year, but within within the future, um, definitely. Um, because he is, I mean, he is from his. He's getting more matches under his belt, and he eventually will. Will get to speak on the mic and not be booed out of the arena. I think that um, he, that, that it's it's got to happen again, uh, where he, him and Ray, they make up, and before Ray retires, I think they'll have another run as as the tag champs. I mean, yeah, I would love to see that. Uh, I, I think I think it will be quite some time before we ever see yeah. that. Um, just because even, even now in his young career, like he gets so much heat as a heel. Yeah. It's, it's right up there with some of the greatest heels of all time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really, I, and I grew up in the attitude area with some of the best heels, you know, like triple H and rock and, um, you know, so, and I've never seen any of them get booed so loud get so much heat yep they can't even talk with a microphone yeah and it's earl has said that it uh he's been at you know madison square garden when dom is getting booed and it's it's not piped in 
like everyone wants to say that it is. It is right. 100%. He is getting booed because people hate him, and he's doing great stuff with it. I mean, I also, while I do think that eventually he's gonna, it's going to flip, um, Logan Paul and Dominic Mysterio as a tag team would be absolutely fantastic. Oh, that would be um, great. Um, it, uh, but the way they both make people hate them is, is it's, it's hilarious. And I mean, Dom is just, he's becoming his own, his own person in a ring. And it, I, I love it. It, um, whenever he came in, you know, started. And I think the reason they were going to do Brock and him is because that's how he got involved in actually being you know a wwe superstar was brock pulled him in from he was behind the barricade as a fan and then he pulled him in and then that's how dom got into you know eventually signing with them i'm sure he was probably signed before that and it was just part of the story but i think that's why they were going to do brock and and dom to bring that full circle um and go i mean going off that like you know full circle type thing from that that Again, the men's div- tag division being in such a good spot with potentially Logan and Dom to back to the women's tag division with uh, the Tegan Knox and Natalia versus the Kabuki Warriors um, back on, you know, Raw. Um, it was it was a okay match. Um, Natalia, I just I'm not a fan of her. I don't think I mean, Tegan Knox is is doing great stuff. She was awesome on main event. Um when I was at the Raw back in Hershey in May and saw her. Um, eventually, I think Tegan can kind of break out from Natalia and her mentorship, which I'm sure she's learning a lot and everything. But I just, I don't know. I just don't see, I just don't see the greatness of, of Natalia. But um, the tag titles in the women's division, again, I always, I couldn't stand them. And now they're kind of getting back to, okay, they're, the matches are watchable. But, we went from that one to, of course, Bailey, and talking about the Rumble, and then Nia Jax came out, Rhea came out, that whole thing went down, and then it led into her saying what we talked about. She's going to choose tonight. Um, it, I mean, I thought maybe they were going to bring in Jade and have her be part of it. Um, where do you where do you see Jade going brand wise, and how soon before she's you know, in that main event, the title picture. So first viewed Jade Cargill, Nia Jax. That's what I want. That's what we need. Um, She's going, I think to raw. That's where Nia Jax is. Uh, So she's going to go to raw. That feud is going to start, you know, because nobody has just picked up Nia Jax and just, yeah, tossed her over the rope like yeah. that, and just you—you you saw her face at the Rumble. Yeah, Total and, Be- and Be- Becky's like, face. Becky's face was was fantastic. Right. And I think while Nia Jax is the unstoppable force and would yep. be a great, a tough match for Rhea Ripley, I think they got a good taste of what the fans were looking for when Becky came out and challenged yeah. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. And the fans lost it. They yeah. loved it. I loved it. Granted, I'm a Becky Lynch fan. Exactly. I may be Me a too. little biased, but 
when you've got arguably one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time versus Rhea Ripley, who's just hmm. an absolute dominant force. And I mean, that's just, that's ingredients for a great cake. Yeah. Bake it, bake it, bake it. WrestleMania. Boom. Yeah. Rhea, Becky, WWE moments right there. Memories. Exactly. It doesn't matter who wins that match. Everyone's going to love it. So and I think the only way you do that is by a Jade Cargill, Nia Jax feud. And I think that's a great way to start Jade in the WWE as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, it shows that she is, she is, you know, a, a star and how they present her, which I, I loved it from what they were doing before she debuted at the rumble to her debut at the rumble. I mean, the reaction from the crowd was fantastic. The reaction from Michael Cole was fantastic. Um, her and the Nia Jack spot, absolutely incredible. But I think, I think what they're going to do, they're definitely Nia and Rhea are going to have their match one off or whatever, um, or even go into, um, they could do it at the chamber again, who knows? Um, but Jaden, Bianca at WrestleMania. That would be that would be amazing as well. I'm um, sure. it, I mean it, it. Those two at WrestleMania, with or without a title on the line, sign me up. Take my money. I'm. I. I, I think that's the way you go, and then you can have. <clears throat> I mean, you could even throw in Nia Jax into that match and make it a triple threat while Becky has Rhea or. Becky, Rhea, Nia, and then Triple Threat, and then Bianca and Jade. You could do it any which way. Um, I was never a big Nia Jax fan, but with what she's been doing as she's come back, I will say she's gotten better for sure. Um, Seems to be safer. Um, And, I mean, who who knows which way they're going to do it, how they're going to do it. but I mean, I don't want to change the channel whenever Nia comes out anymore. So she must be doing something right. And yeah, I still think Jade and Bianca would, would be would be um, the ma- main event worthy without a title on the line at WrestleMania. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got two powerhouses right there in the women's division between Bianca and Jade Cargill. Um, I could definitely see a Nia Jax versus Rhea at Elimination Chamber. Uh, you know, go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, yep. you know, and let's say, let's say we do have a triple threat at WrestleMania, right? So we've got Rhea, we've got Nia Jax, we got Bianca Belair, maybe Jade Cargill comes in, yeah, pulls a solo and yeah. takes out Nia Jax, you know, um, and then it's just Bianca and Rhea essentially. So, yeah. Um, I think that'd be a great route as well. I really, with all these players in play, yeah, you really can't go wrong. Um, exactly. You know, ultimately, I think the biggest draw at WrestleMania would be Becky versus Rhea. Um, yeah. But I could definitely see Bianca and a Jade Cargo match going extremely well. You know, too. So he's got a lot of options. So. This Triple H here, yeah, a and, lot of different ways. And what um what we said earlier in the show about WrestleMania starting at five, um with the pre-show, my guess is that they're going to have a, a lot of matches 
Um, hopefully they kind of, you know, have, you know, the standard pre-show where they, you know, talk and do the media stuff. Um, uh, but then they also have the pre-show matches and maybe they do, they do the battle Royal, um, with, and Nia Jax is in that. And she just absolutely powers through that. And then the winner of that gets a title shot. So that's how she goes from losing, you know, twice to Rhea up to WrestleMania, and then she wins another sh- another shot at WrestleMania, but this time it's for Becky. So then we get that, you know, their, se- their second match. And then you can still do Becky and Rhea. You can still do Jade and Bianca. And Nia Jax still looks like an absolute powerhouse waiting for whoever wins, you know, that title. And then going forward, whenever she wants to have that rematch of for the women's title, boom. You're, you're golden. Yeah, there's there's so many different routes that Triple H can go with this, um, especially with WrestleMania being two nights uh, yes. now instead of just a Sunday pay-per-view like it used to be. Um, you know, uh, excuse excuse me, I'm aging myself a little bit here, but, <laughs> you know, um, the two-night premium live event, he's got yeah. a lot of options, and it's not yeah. unheard of to have someone in – one match each night. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what he does with that. Yeah. I mean, it, um, like you were saying about the, how it used to be, you know, one night Sunday and uh pay-per-view, whatever. Um, the rumble this, the, this year, the rumble was the five year anniversary since I started watching wrestling. So that was my, the first event that I watched, like with the WWE network. So I didn't even, I never, did a pay-per-view for WWE. It was always the W I paid 10 bucks for the network and that was it. Um, but then WrestleMania 39 or 35 was still one night. So I did get to see a one night WrestleMania. Um, and it was like, I think it was like 15 matches and it was, it felt like it went forever, but it was so much fun. I was invested the whole way from start to finish with Seth Rollins and Brock to Kofi and Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan. And then, of course, the main event, Triple Threat with Becky winning. Um, and then, you know, the next year they did the two nights because of COVID and all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, two nights, it just gives everyone a chance to be on the show. And it has been incredible watching both nights the last couple of years. And I'm sure this year is going to be the biggest one, the biggest one yet. Um, and how they're going to top, you know, 38 in Dallas, I don't, I don't know. But we're going to. Yeah. We're definitely going to find out and maybe uh, going into the main event of Raw before we, you know, preview SmackDown and then wrap it up. Um, Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn um, was the main event. Drew got the win, um, you know, like he, as he should. They're building him to, like I said, possibly be Seth, Seth Rollins' opponent. Uh, maybe they do a triple threat with Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre, and, and Seth at WrestleMania. Um, both, all three guys deserve that moment to be in the main event. Um, Sami Zayn getting a world title would be absolutely incredible. Um, and then it would kind of set Drew off even further. But, uh, you know, especially because his contract is up close, I think, to WrestleMania. So is Seth and Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Um, yeah, I, the Drew McIntyre heel turn 
going into what he's been doing has been has been awesome. And I I will say I fell asleep uh, right before the main event started, so I didn't get to watch the match. But I'm sure it was it was a great match because both those guys are are fantastic in ring. Um, and that was that was Monday Night Raw. So we will uh, I'll get your final thoughts on that, and then we can uh, preview SmackDown and wrap this up. Um, it was a great match, Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn. Um, you know, it uh, it went kind of as I expected. Nothing spectacular or you know crazy out of the ordinary really happened. But uh, you know, McIntyre got the win. Um, I've got a little bit of disdain right now for Sami Zayn, um, and it's a little bit of a ridiculous reason why. But you know, uh, we we were talking earlier about the Rumble and you know the surprise entrance and. You know, Hogan came out on that uh, that promo a couple of times and was like, hey, yeah. maybe I got one more in me. And then, yeah. you know, we get all the way to 30. Yeah. And I'm like, this is it. Hogan's coming out. I'm going to see him one more time. This is going <laughs> to be the great surprise entrance. <laughs> and then Sami Zayn comes out. And I'm like, yeah. All right, well. Let's just go ahead and continue watching CM Punk and and, and Cody yeah, Rhodes. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. I was exactly. just extremely. I mean, Sami Zayn's a great wrestler, and he's an athlete, and um, he cuts great promos. But man, did they build that hype up, and I was sorely disappointed because he is yes. not a Hogan. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. And I did not expect him to win the Rumble at all. So, um, you know, I was like. I was a little glad that he lost. I was like, that's what you get for disappointing me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, overall great show. Um, really looking forward to SmackDown tonight and getting the final yep. decisions. So yeah, we will. Um, there's, there's not much um, so far for SmackDown. Uh, what is promoted on the the website is Roman and Cody will have their face to face. So that's going to be huge. Um, and then Logan Paul, Logan Paul again will be on, uh, he's going to Logan Paul's journey to SmackDown following the Royal Rumble controversy. I mean, who knows where he's going to go next? Um, hopefully they start to build toward his match at elimination chamber because he will be on that card. And then Bailey will declare who she's going to challenge at, at WrestleMania. I think we both have have probably have said that it's probably going to be EO. And I guess we will find out here in about 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, this has been episode 53 of the sleeper sports media podcast. I'm joined again by Josh. Um, tell the people where they can find you. And then, uh, yeah, we will, um, I'm sure we'll talk and talk about SmackDown as it, as it's going down. Well, if you want to find me, you can find the lace them up sports pretty much anywhere and everywhere that's on social media on Facebook, on Instagram at Lace Em Up Sports Talk One for Instagram. Um, you can find follow my YouTube channel, Lace Em Up Sports Talk with Josh Frazier. Um, it comes up, I think, pretty much right off the bat now uh, when you type in Lace Em Up Sports. So go follow me on YouTube, Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on, or sorry, X now. Yeah, next. On, yep. on X and of course on Facebook. So. Yep. Um, yeah, absolutely. I love being on your show and doing these, you know, recaps yep. uh, for PLEs, premium live events, and just for Raws and SmackDown. So, uh, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Pre I appreciate you coming on and, um, 
yeah, I mean, two weeks in a row where, you know, getting get an episode out and hopefully soon um, I can journey on over to to your program and um, we can chat some some other stuff, whatnot, keep doing the wrestling thing, but, you know, jump into other other conversation, you know, maybe uh, updates on how both of our football teams disappointed us. But that is a conversation for for another week. And um, yeah, with that, that's going to wrap up episode 53. And uh, I'll see you later tonight for for Smackdown and the watch along. Um, if you want to jump jump in that and join me and Hunter, I believe he's going to be doing it with me. Um, we will uh, I'll get you the link. But yeah, that's going to wrap it up. So good night, everyone. I'll see you next week actually later tonight and next week for episode 54.